This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. So, hey, I'm Shane from Chainson Law. We're here to talk about one of our recent client victories here at Chainson Law. We always like to talk about when we're able to help our clients achieve a fabulous result, something what we feel like is really a great result for the client and able to help them or through some difficult spot. Ashley, tell us about AJ's case. This is a case, you know, if you're a motorcycle rider, this is your biggest nightmare. He was riding his motorcycle, avid rider. This has been a hobby of his, you know, since his teens, um, riding on dirt bikes. Actually, how he met his wife. They're both avid rider, riders together, at least up until his accident. Was coming around a curve and a bend when a tractor trailer who did not do his due diligence to double check to his surroundings started pulling out in front of him. Our client did everything he could to bail, was basically down on his side, road rash, trying to avoid the accident, but couldn't avoid hitting right into that tractor trailer that crossed his path. And like you say, it's every motorcyclist nightmare, basically. And especially somebody who's been riding for a long time. I think they just hear more and more horror stories and things like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, in this particular case, it, it happened. Yeah, well, it's one of those things where you, you, know, you hear about it, but you always think, not me, until it happens. And unfortunately, it happened to our client bad enough where he had to be airlifted to the hospital from the scene. What were his injuries? He got really lucky. Um, I know it doesn't sound like a right sentence in the, this context, but considering what he went through and the fact that he was airlifted, he broke two metatarsal bones, so the longer bones in his toe. Okay. Had a really big gash in his upper thigh that they needed to clean out and then stitch up, and he required going to a wound care center for weeks afterwards, getting it cleaned out and rebandaged with a few other cuts that needed some stitches, and that was it. So to be clear, that thigh they have to clean out and that, that's fairly intense while they have to do it. Yeah. Yes, it was something that within a few weeks after the accident was better and they was just going in for about a five month period just to make sure it was healing right. But considering that he was on a motorcycle and it was a tractor trailer, the fact that he's got two broken bones in his foot and two gnarly scars now is insane. Right, yeah, it could have been much, much worse yeah. is what I would say. Much worse. I mean, clearly they thought it was much, much worse, which is why they airlifted him out of the scene. A huge they part of that's going to be, well, at, not that it wasn't blood loss, because the, the gashes were really, really big, so they really needed to get that controlled. And what's crazy is the evaluation was a 20, I want to say it was like a 26-minute ambulance drive versus a 16-minute helicopter ride, and they still opted for the helicopter wow. if they were nervous enough. Yeah. So... So there, there's a decent amount of blood loss, but again, overall, yeah, overall, surprising. motorcycle versus tractor trailer injuries Those much are, more manageable yeah. than than it could have been. Is what I would say. In these scenarios, you usually hear the word fatal. So the fact that he's up and walking around and that was the extent of his injuries, he's very thankful for. So how how did the insurance company deal with all this? Once we we presented the demand and, and made our claim, how did they deal with it? We actually did get a little pushback at first, which surprised me. The insurance company said they you know there's no proof that he took evasive maneuvers. You know he he 
we don't know that he wasn't speeding, more or less trying to pass blame, which if you're familiar with North Carolina's laws, I knew that was a bluff because if they really felt that he had any sort of contribution to this accident, they wouldn't have played ball at all. They would have denied liability outright saying, hey, we don't owe you for this because your client was a percentage at fault. And, and it sounds like what they're trying to say is, yeah, our guy did something wrong, but you can't prove you did everything right. Mm -hmm. I mean, is that essentially that, their that's argument? essentially you, was the argument. And I said, well, you know, if we look at the accident report, our client's not listed as speeding. He talks about the weather conditions. The weather conditions were fine that day. Fortunately, we've got the data to be able to pull that stuff now yeah. afterwards. And the way he had road rash on him, how do you, how can you tell me he didn't try evasive maneuvers when he burned up the road trying to get on his side to avoid hitting that Which I think there's a pretty fair argument that honestly, he wouldn't even have to do it. You know, I guess you could argue last clear chance, but effectively he wouldn't have to take evasive maneuvers if- But for that tractor trailer yeah, pulling out the tractor trailer. I mean, yeah. And I mean, no evidence that he's speeding, no evidence that he's doing anything wrong, and yet they still fight him on it, which try to blame the uh, the motorcyclist, which yeah. is pretty common in these yeah. type of cases and situations. Absolutely, but fortunately, even just a little pushback from us, and, and they completely backed off those arguments. So what kind, of, what kind of result were you able to get for him? This was a really, really good one. So even though they gave us pushback, they acknowledged the severity of the accident and the scenario they put him in. And I think a huge part of it was we really emphasize that although this didn't alter his life as far as health goes, he does have some scars, but it's, you know, nothing permanent as far as pain goes, it altered his life in the sense that him and his wife will not ride anymore. Really? And that's a hobby they shared. So we really harped on them, you know, this accident taking that away from him and we were able to get a $175,000 settlement for him. In the tractor trailer scenario is a fairly minor injury. So a lot of this was the loss of enjoyment of him being a motorcyclist and yeah. never doing his hobby again. And he said him and his wife rode together as well. So mm -hmm. now that's gone for both of them yep. and it's just a bad situation. And, and like you say, it's every motorcyclist nightmare. Yeah, absolutely. You know, fortunately he's one of the best spirited people I've met. You know, as much as it upsets him, he's not writing anymore. He doesn't express that at all. He's just thankful that it didn't kill him. And he's yeah. he's okay with walking away from it if it means, you know, not having to ever live through a scenario or chance a scenario like that again. Like that again, huh? Yeah. Did he tell you what he was gonna do with the money? Actually, he did not. And you know what? I didn't think to ask. I was really excited about it, but I didn't think yeah. to ask what he would do with and, it. And how'd he feel about it when you called him? Oh, he, how he was, he was, he was ecstatic. Um, because his because his injuries were more minor, his medical bills really weren't significant. The airlift was, was the biggest thing and we, we were able to work with the provider on that as well so we weren't paying the full bill. So he walked away with a very large sum of money which I was happy to give to him after, you know, having to live through that. And, and my guess is he's probably talked to other motorcyclists and heard their horror stories of how they got blamed for the accident and the other side fought him and didn't want to pay anything and walking away with nothing on these kind of cases. Yeah. All right, well, it sounds like you did a great result for AJ and got him a wonderful settlement of this particular case. I hate he can't ride bikes or won't ride bikes anymore, but uh, it sounds like overall he was lucky to have you as a lawyer that would push to overcome that initial blame the victim mm -hmm. a mentality of the trucking company and get a great settlement for him. Yeah, it was good. All right, thank you. Remember, hit like and subscribe down below for more new updated stories and client victories from Shane Smith Law and click the bell for notifications. And always remember, if you're in pain, call Shane, 980-999-9999.